What is good, lions and lionesses? Time to rise and roar. It is I, King of the Beasts, Coach Wayne, coming to you live from the iTrain studio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Guys, I've already missed you guys so much. Today, I'm going to talk about something super awesome, which is everything. And what I mean by that is, when it comes to fitness, as a trainer, I always get asked multiple questions. When should I work out? What time should I work out? What should I eat? Uh, when should I eat it? The thing is, you need to be able to find balance. And Today, I'm going to talk to someone who I think has found an awesome way of balancing not being able to work out as much as she'd like to, but at the same time, she's figured out a way that works for her, which is ultimately what I want you guys to do. I've got Monica with me today. What up, Monica? Hey, Wayne. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I am doing so great. It is ridiculous. So, Monica, we're going to go straight into it. You're currently one of uh, my red dress uh, challenges right now, and uh, you're going through a weight loss program. Uh, tell me your experience about the weight loss program so far. It's been intense, and it's been great. And I think that what I've really enjoyed about this process is that it's helped me figure out how to crack my own personal code okay like you said it's your own personal code mm -hmm. which brings me back to the beginning where people ask me specific questions and they go it's not going to be the same for everyone you're going to have to figure out your code according to your schedule according to how many times you can physically actually work out i i know for you your code involves not exercising as much because you without going into detail you get chronic pain mm -hmm. and when you have chronic pain for those of you that have never had chronic pain your body hurts all the time. All day, every day, your body hurts. So imagine not just, oh, today my body feels achy. You wake up, your body feels achy. You go to sleep, your body feels achy. Every day after day, your body goes, you feel achy. And because you feel that way, exercise is not going to be your option. And a lot of people are like, oh, I get pain. I can't exercise. What has helped you? As somebody that has pain constantly, what has helped you? Well, the first thing that I noticed was when, in the very beginning, when you had us cut out pretty much everything, it was a uh, protein, veg, and that was, that was pretty much it. And after a couple of weeks of that, I noticed that my chronic pain was significantly reduced. And you know, the reason behind that is because a lot of the foods that we eat actually cause inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, even though it gave you some relief, a lot of food, the inflammation that comes from food into some of people's joints, it's from stuff that we eat on a day-to-day -day basis. And when I bring you guys down, they call it the strip diet, when you bring it down to a very basic diet, there's not many things that are inflammatory. So that's what you're, that's, that, that's what you're getting. Yeah, so it made it a lot easier to stick to that because, I, I mean, I love food. I love spicy food. I love all sorts of food and... So it can be kind of boring, but not feeling that pain was such a relief that it was enough of a motivator to, to keep with it. So then it got into just making sure that I felt full and satisfied, and I noticed that I really don't feel hungry for most part of the beginning of the day. Correct. And, you know, that's very interesting because a lot of women don't eat breakfast. They're like, I don't eat breakfast. I, I, I can't eat breakfast. I don't have time for breakfast. 
I've said this before. Many trainers say they're like, you have to have breakfast. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yes and no. Mm -hmm. Once again, it depends on your code. And for you, there's a very unique way of you not wanting to eat in the morning. Do you mind going into detail uh, a little more about your intermittent fasting and, and what that did for somebody that doesn't like eating in the morning? How, how Explain to them what you did and how that worked for you. Sure, sure. So I remember in high school a girl telling me that her doctor told her that she should wake up in the morning and have a yogurt or something around 5 a.m. to get her metabolism revved up. This was a common way of thinking, and she told me that, and I was like, oh, I'm, I should do that too. And then I came across, obviously that wasn't working for me. Yeah, okay. Um, I came across But the, the only way you figured that out is you, you had to try it. And that's what I constantly tell people. For you to figure out that something doesn't work, you have to give it some time and try it. But yeah, and I was also always perplexed because we're told that food is fuel, but yet I was consistently feeling tired. So there was never a meal where I felt like, oh yeah, now I feel ready to take on the day. I always wanted a nap. Yeah. Um, so I came across this idea and about intermittent fasting. Did a lot of research and figured um, that I would give it a try. And the idea is that the opposite of what I was told all those years ago is that Correct. your body like a car can't run 24 hours a day your metabolism needs a chance to rest and your body needs to be given a chance to digest the food that is it already has and so the idea with intermittent fasting is that you still eat a substantial number of calories for some people they didn't even cut calories at all they weren't dieting they just are eating those calories within anywhere from a four to eight hour window correct and then the rest of the time it's a fasting state and what she means by a window is you can eat for four hours or eat up to a space of eight hours so if you're one of those people that can eat Frequently, you can get it done in four hours. You can go ahead and do that. But if you need to space it out so that you don't feel like stuffing your face, that range is anywhere from four to eight hours. That's the typical, yes. Correct. And some people do a 12 and 12. It really just depends it, it on changes. your goals yep, and yep. what you're trying to achieve. But if you're starting out, I normally say start out with like a four-hour window, six-hour, eight-hour window. Yes. Yep. And you can pretty much do that any time of day. So for me, noticing that I can go most of the day and not need to eat, and it's really in the evenings that I feel the temptation, I want to have a meal, I want to be able to snack and do a, you know, I made my window later in the day. And I feel that way I'm ha able to have a substantial meal, feel satisfied, have a snack later, and my weight loss just started to exponentially go up. It was, and I didn't feel like I was doing any extra work. I just changed the way I was doing things. Okay, and besides weight loss, what about your energy? I know for a lot of people, they get the, the energy. And, you know, like you said, you've given your metabolism some time to kind of recover. Mm -hmm. It kind of kicks back, it comes back, it kicks back. How, what, how's your energy been? Oh my gosh, so much better. I definitely don't feel at all sluggish in the beginning part of the day, and I find that I'm also avoiding that afternoon crash that I think a lot of people are used to around 2, 3 o'clock wanting to take a nap. Yeah. That's when I'm for having my first meal, Okay. and I'm feeling great. Good, good. So now somebody that, what, like, you've obviously had 
a learning process with this. Yeah. You've what what few things would you say to someone that's thinking of doing it? I would say there's no reason not to. I think just like anything else, everybody is has what works for them. Uh, especially women, our bodies are so complex. Correct. That you, it's not going to hurt to try something new. If you feel terrible, if you're not seeing results, then it's not it's not what's going to work for you. Correct. That's really all that there is to it. There's no set magic formula that's going to work for everyone. Correct. And like you said, as women, your bodies are so complex that the whole goal is to find things. If you find something that works, stick to it for about four to eight, maximum 12 weeks, and then change it up. Mm -hmm. If you're stuck with something for four weeks and there's no change, it's time to change. So if you've been doing something for four weeks religiously and there's no change, then that's, that's when I say start changing things up. But women's bodies are so stubborn that I like to give as many of our listeners, whether you're listening to this on Facebook or Instagram link, whatever, I want to give you as many options as possible. Because like Monica said, you hear so many things. Uh, eat five small meals. Uh, don't eat. Wake up in the morning, get your metabolism started. None of those are right. None of those are wrong. Nothing works unless you do. So if you don't put the time into each of those things, none of them actually work. So you, the only way you can figure this out, like Monica did, because what's, what's crazy about with what Monica did was on the red dress, we've got a diet plan. But what ended up happening was the diet plan didn't work well for her schedule. Okay, So this is a, a perfect example of where success, okay, and you know, I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard me talk about uh, my equation uh, for success. Um, it's your ability plus strategy equals success. So you had the ability in the program that we gave you, you wanted to get to success, but you need to figure out a strategy. Mm -hmm. And the strategy that you came up with was intermittent fasting because it worked for your schedule and you got the results. Everybody's strategy is going to be different. If your strategy allows you to have breakfast in the morning and you're one of those people that can eat straight up in the morning, go ahead and follow the plan. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't, that doesn't mean that there's no other option. You can be like Monica and use Monica's you know, idea where she's like, as much as I want to get this in, it's all working with my schedule. Let me go intermittently fasting. And you know, one of the biggest things which I've been trying to preach for the longest time, and yes, I'm an exercise guy, but exercise isn't everything. You know, and I, I know you can definitely talk about that because with having chronic pain, exercise is one of those things that you either have a good good week or a bad week. Mm -hmm. And in a good week, you can work out twice. In a bad week, you won't even work out once. Do you know what I'm saying? And because a good week can back up to a bad week, you could be out for three weeks. So do you mind just touching a little on, you know, not having to push your body to all cr crazy kind of lengths for you to lose the weight. And was there any satisfaction knowing to say, wait, I'm not going to be disappointed that I can't go into the gym today. I can make smart choices and still lose weight. Absolutely. Well, as you know, uh, I've known you for years. I've worked out with you for years. Correct. That before my chronic pain really started to flare up, I was having some resistance with losing weight and Correct. I was coming into the gym all the time. And that was incredibly, incredibly frustrating. So this has been, for me, I've always been an athlete. I played sports season round, year round, yep. um, my entire life. Correct. So not being active 
definitely also took an emotional toll for me. So having and like with women, when you get emotional, you start to eat. Of course. So it's it's it's. I got emotional. I need to find something comfort. I need to find comfort food, and you eat. I am definitely an emotional eater. Me too. Gummies are life. (laughs) Gummies are life. If I have a bad day, I'm upset. Gummies. Those gummies. Yes, those gummies will get me. Yes. (laughs) I have not had any sugar in months, and I feel great. Oh, good. 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 (laughs) L-carnitine. Not me. Not me. So for me, just having the less inflammation, also the increased energy, it's, I feel like I'm on a path back to the gym. It is a goal. I want to be active. I want that in my life. I know I feel better emotionally when I am working out. And so good. I feel really positive about that. And, and, you know, the good thing about that is, it will happen in its own time. And like I've said to the, 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 the people in the red dress, we're not striving for perfection. We're striving for awesome. You know, there's, there's always a misconception that I have to be perfect on my meals. I have to be perfect on working out. I have to be perfect. I have to be per- no, we, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about perfect. I just care about awesome. And having a goal like saying I want to get back to the gym, for you, somebody that suffers from chronic pain, is a sizable goal. And we spoke about goals because without goals, we have nothing. Without goals, it's just, you know, ideas, which mm-hmm. is why I always tell people, write down the goal. Like, write down the goal. I'm go- I want to get back into the gym. Once I figure out what's going on with my pain, I want to get back into the gym. And it doesn't have to be three times a week. It doesn't have to be four times a week. It has to be whatever works with Monica's code. Monica's code could be one time a week. Okay, and if wherever you're, wherever you're listening to this, your code could be three times a week or two times a week, but perfection doesn't exist. Right now, we strive for awesome. That's all. We just want to be better than we were yesterday, and that's it. Because I feel like so many people, especially women, try and strive for perfect because they see what you know, the, the, the media or what, what the world views as perfect. And mm-hmm. I think each and every one of you are perfect but at the same time, you search for perfect so much that you forget how awesome you are and you forget to look into your awesome because there's so much awesome that gets lost under trying to find perfect. Like, it's, it's insane. So, yeah, it's not going to be perfect, but yeah. at the end of the day, this is life, and at some point, you're going to die. You are going to die. <laughs> no, seriously. It took a turn. Yeah, it just took a turn. It got crazy. <laughs> at some point, you're going to die, and guess what? Yep. The last thing you want to freak about for you, the last thing you're going to think about is, was I perfect? I think okay. this is where uh, the group dynamic really comes into play and is so important because we all have the stories we tell ourselves. We all have our definitions that we've created in our head as to what perfect is or I'll be happy when this or, you know, for the longest time getting into the gym meant coming out and having, a, you know, backbreaking session of Correct. you know and in high intensity and i've had to redefine getting into the gym has been being a part of this community Correct. letting myself be vulnerable be helped i think that having these red dress challenges is really great because i made the decision when i joined that physical fitness wasn't going to be my only goal Correct. that emotional fitness was going to be tied in with that because unless i change my perceptions of what success is, what goals are. I'm not going to be able to carry this out long term. And it's been, uh, I mean, obviously I'm not there yet. It's all No, I'm but ongoing. you're moving in the right and direction. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like the thing about fitness is people 
need to understand that fitness is actually life. Fitness is not just this. Fitness is saying no to eating a donut and rather eating an apple. Fitness is taking a walk when you don't feel like taking a walk. Fitness is taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator. It's not necessarily being in here with me. You know, and, and, and that's the thing that I love about, for example, like she was talking about the, the little red dress. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's um, a group that I run twice a year. Um, it's a... Uh, Initially, the challenge is 60 days, but it's actually for the whole year. But the first 60 days, we go through diets. The girls support each other. They do workouts. We hand out a book. It's, it's, it's one of the most rewarding things that I get to do here because the ladies that are involved not only become a group, but they trust each other, and they trust each other with some of the craziest things ever. And, you know, yeah, I, it I'm gets emotional. It, it gets very emotional because you don't understand what the person to your left or to the right is going through until you're in that group and you go, wow, like I saw you working out like a little beast and like you're going through, you know, something. And I love that you touched on the support system because I think the support is definitely what makes things very different. You know, we're talking about various programs and I know we spoke about Weight Watchers and how, you know, the group aspect of it makes it, you know, yeah, makes they it don't successful. Have a, my, my mother actually did that years ago. Yeah. And I remember looking into it and reading about it and how it's really nothing groundbreaking. They, don't, they didn't crack any codes, but the reason they've been around for so long was just the group meetings. Correct. It was Correct. what made all the difference. Correct. And having that little support, having that chair, having that knowing that someone is counting on you, the accountability, I think that makes a world of difference. But it all boils down to understanding that you're not perfect. You're going to make mistakes. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's how you get back from those mistakes. You know, we've, you've learned what works for Monica, what doesn't work for Monica. And the only way you can do that is you have to make mistakes. And people are so scared of making mistakes that they've stopped learning. The only way you learn is if you make a mistake, you know not to do something. Okay? It, yeah, you can retain information, but with us doing this process, you, now you've learned to say, I don't physically have to kill myself in the gym to lose weight. Because you tried this, now you know to say, oh, I can lose weight without, you know, without throwing myself to the bottom of the world mm-hmm. in a blender, sweating till my body hurts, and I almost died, you know, five times. Some people, that's totally great for them. Mm-hmm. But for some people, that balance isn't, it, 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 it isn't there. Yeah. Know? I mean, the ultimate goal has to be something that, that has longevity that you can sustain. So anything that isn't, obviously in the very beginning when we're doing sort of that detox elimination diet, it has its own, and I even, I hate using the word diet, but Correct. it's, it, we know from the beginning this isn't a long-term Correct. goal. It's because sort of, like I said to you, nobody can be on a diet forever. No. And in those 90 days, they actually get three forms of what's similar to a diet. And what those things are designed to do is regardless of what stage they are and whether I've just come from vacation, I haven't worked out in three to four weeks, uh, I've got to go to the beach in 20 days or two weeks or whatever, each of those stages are geared to help you go through that. So everything from in between and beyond, they learn over, you guys learn over those 90 days. So now um, I've got 21 days till a wedding. In your next phase, you're going to get a 21-day plan, which you guys are going to get to kind of clean you out. Um, (laughs) 
you, uh, there's the middle phase which you guys just came off of. Hey, I've been doing good. This is going to be a little more sustainable for me. How do I do it? Then there's the beginning, which was like, I'm totally stripping everything. Let's take it. You had a little more flexibility, but like each of those stages, because life is life. People are going to get sick. You're going to have meetings. You're not going to feel well. You're going to be going to all kinds of things. But at the end of the day, life is life and life's going to happen. And you need to be prepared for all of those things. You're not going to be able to go to the gym five days in a row because life is not going to work out that way. And I think preparing you guys and giving you the strategies to help you with that success, I think that's what makes the little red dress so successful. Yeah, I think for a lot of people that might sound really common sense, but I know for me and for a lot of people as well, it, that's groundbreaking in terms of thinking. I, I know for me, I really struggle with an all or nothing mentality when it comes to uh, taking on a challenge. And so uh, just not giving myself any wiggle room for um, having a bad day or and things like that that have derailed me in the past because I'm not, you know, I'm a human. I'm imperfect. I'm going to make mistakes. Life is going to get in my way and I'm yes. going to get in my own way. Things are going to happen. And embracing that has actually been one of the best things that have contributed to the success I've seen so far. Correct. And like you said, you have to embrace it. There's so many people that if they're hug on it. a diet, yeah, hug it. <laughs> There's some people that if they're like on a plan or whatever and they mess up on the third day, they get upset with themselves, they get depressed. And the reason they get depressed is because they feel like they failed. Okay. And then it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, and you go into the slump. But in reality, you should embrace that and go, oh, man, I messed up tomorrow. I need to go two days in a row. You need to use that negativity to be your energy. That's going to be your energy, and that's what, that's what should fuel you. And expect it, because just like anything else, some days you go to work, and you just have a day where, like, from morning until you check out, you were just, the day flew by because you were just so in that zone. You were in that state of flow. And then the next day, you are in a fog, and you just can't seem to get yourself motivated. That's life. One day, you're all about it. For some Things are just clicking, and it's you do great work. And then some days, you don't. And that's, that's how it works. So it's going to be the same with a diet. You can have, like, two days where, like, I'm feeling great, and I did so well. And then the next day, you're like, why am I so hungry? And why am I craving these things? And, you know, you sort of get cocky. Those last two days were like, I got this. And then you think you're a failure because you gave into a craving or you had the craving. No, it's like you just have to ride that roller coaster. Yeah, and, and it, is a, it is a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to explain it. You're going to have up moments, down moments, up moments, down moments, and it's not going to be straight and flat and narrow. But before we sign off on this bad boy, if you saw um, Monica two years back and she walked in today, what, from what you've learned from this program, what would you, what would you tell to your younger Monica? So I wouldn't tell her anything, to be honest. The reason being is because... I think I got to where I am now through everything that has happened. There was no magic thing that anybody could have said to me. There's no point in regretting decisions I've made or where I was. I just was that person, and it brought me here, and I'm here now. And 
it's like motivation. You can sit there and say, I need to get motivated. I need to get motivated. Yep. But it's just something that happens and you get that momentum that when that spark comes, you just have to grab it and go with it. Shmup! Yeah. Yes. That <laughs> is, those are straight dime pieces. Because like when I asked the question, like you had no idea I was going to ask you that question. No, I didn't. But that was the most thorough answer because everything that you did to get to this point whether it was mistakes whether it was good things whatever it's how monica got here and that's what i'm trying to explain to you guys out there is take the mistakes take the failed plans take the failed workouts use that as your energy bounce back ladies and gentlemen you already know <laughs> king of the beast shutting it down with monica monica Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, thank Wayne, you. For no, everything. no. Thank you so much for, for stopping in, showing us nothing but love, and also making it so that people that go through with what you go through, because I know a lot of you listening, you know, are trying to figure out balance, trying to find out how things work. It's always awesome when somebody physically going through like chronic pain, not being able to work out and all that can actually be up here and talk to people who are listening, who are going through it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know I do. Oh, my gosh. Humble lion. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know it. Catch you guys later. Peace.